Hello there, and welcome back. You're watching Panhandle Padres, where sometimes you can't think of a new intro to do. I'm Father Michael. I'm Father Luke. And here we go. So what we're going to be talking about today is we'll do a recap and then look at um, look at some participation within the church. Uh, this past Sunday, we had our reading from the Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 5, Paul's letter to the Ephesians. And I really like this reading. Um, at first, I hated it because it was like, wives, be subordinate to your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. And I joke that it's the elbow homily that everyone just kind of elbows each other. Like, why aren't you doing that? Um, but as you get to the bottom of the passage, Paul links the sacrament of marriage with the sacrament of the Eucharist. And I just, I was so um, just blown away by that as I was preparing this week. And just even now, I'm able to kind of see the Eucharist in a new way. So it was really special um, this weekend. Um, I had a, a kind of insight that I didn't share in the homily, but it's been kind of like a post-reflection. I was thinking about priesthood. You know, there's sometimes priests will leave the church and they'll get married. And there's a certain, you know, sense of loss that we as a faithful have, and even as pr brother priest, and I've never been able to quite articulate it like this, but we're in essence trading a greater good in for a lesser good, or you're trading in the reality for the sign. Uh, we would talk about things like um, trading in a person for a photograph. Um, in, a, in a sense, the one flesh union um, to which some people are called um, in the vocation of the married life is a sign that points to the one flesh union of Jesus and his church, which is the ultimate consummation in heaven, the ultimate union in heaven. So basically, man and wife is a foreshadowing of the union that we'll have in heaven. So as priests, like we're actually called to live the union here on earth. Like we're actually starting even now to live that heavenly union. So if we were to trade that in, that's where that kind of like feeling of loss, like no, 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 it's actually leading towards that. Um, so. It was just an insight that I had that I wanted to share with you um, as we were recapping the weekend. Just some further thoughts on this Ephesians reading, really the beauty of it, um, that even that, that glorious vocation to married life is pointing to an even more glorious union that we're all made for. We're all made for union, um, and we're ultimately made for union with God. So just some, just some further yeah. thoughts. No, that's awesome. You know, the constant reminder, you know, we're called to be become like Christ, like from the moment of our baptism, through our sacramental life as kids, through vocational sacraments as marriage and priesthood, mm -hmm. holy orders. So if we must be trying to look and become more even like the Eucharist, you know, the, the sacrament of unity, you know, the greatest, what is that old Latin phrase? Do you remember it? Yeah. The unity, charity. Yeah. And the bond of the Eucharist. The, yeah, yes. It's awesome. So that's it's such God's plan is so much better than what any human could come up with because, you mm. know, these two awesome vocations of holy orders and, and married life, how they reflect and how they feed and give life back and forth. And yeah, and it's really ultimately beautiful. we're all called to become like Jesus and become, you know, even to the point of his Eucharistic self that he gives. You know, it's, we're supposed to reflect that in our, our lives. So cool. Well, so if you're doing that right, then you should have already signed your children up for faith formation. <laughs> just kidding. Um, we're there again, like we said last time, to assist you in that. So we just want to remind you, um, as we continue moving forward, we're getting closer to the date we start, which is the week after Labor Day. So registration's open for faith formation. Please sign if you have kids up. Please sign up if you have kids to sign up, um, both for our kids' ministry, which is the younger, younger kids on Sunday mornings, but also youth ministry, our, win our Wednesday evening activities with the middle school and high school groups. So you can find those links 
online on our website, or most, um, I think, conveniently, it goes right out into the parish update through the flock note email that you get every weekend or every Friday or so. Um, right? I don't think it goes out with the podcast one. I think podcast is all, yeah. all separate. So be on the lookout for those, especially this weekend's update, um, to please sign up your children, and unless you don't want to do that with us this year, which we're perfectly okay with, but um, we are only here to help you hand on the faith the best way you can as a mom and dad for your kids. So very cool. So something we're doing um, here at St. Rita's, we're always trying to um, be better as a parish, um, be better as a staff, um, trying to serve you better, um, not just you, but also the community. Um, this is just something that we talk about um, quite a bit. And I've been reading um, about, you know, different churches and how they work and, you know, what's successful, what's not. And I was reading um, a book called Canoeing the Mountains. I believe I've shared this in the past, um, some about, some from this book. And they were doing a, uh, a survey of like why people had left. They had started seeing dwindling, dwindling attendance. And so what they did was they decided to target those people that had left themselves. So they went out and they asked them, you know, the reasons why um, they, they had left. And part of their pastoral strategy, meaning their, their strategy to get them back, a lot of the people on the inside of the church suggested that we should get their music, the music should be better, and the preaching should be better, and some other things. Basically, just kind of doing what they had always done, but just making it a little better. And what not, they found... Not at St. Rita's, of course. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, this is another book, okay? This is a, another, another church, okay? So they're doing this, this experiment, and they asked the people, and... They were actually very surprised by the findings. They found that it wasn't the music, um, it wasn't even the preaching, and it wasn't the other, you know, the hospitality ministry. Um, they got responses that collated basically saying, you know, their kids were involved in youth ministry, and, you know, over time they just kind of drifted away now that their kids are, you know, graduated. Also, you know, they got responses like, my husband died, and, you know, we've been traveling a lot, and so we just don't go to church as much anymore. And to their surprise, they found that it wasn't an issue of preaching or music, you know, to their delightful surprise, this team. Um, but what they found was that it was an issue of connectivity, that these little connections that people have to the parish um, were things that kept them involved and kept them coming. And, you know, for Father Michael and I, really, um, at this point in our stage in our journey, you know, we're going to Mass because of God, you know, not because of the little little connections or friendships that, that are also involved in that. But not everybody is at that level. There's a number of parishioners that come to Mass daily, and it doesn't matter who comes or who doesn't. Um, but not everybody's at that stage in their spiritual life. Some people come in and out, and, you know, it is a matter of feeling connected to the body of Christ, feeling connected to actually human beings, all those around them. I mean, we have some beautiful theology surrounding community. So I just bring it up um, just as something that we've been talking about and just as well um, as a parishioner that, you know, we live in the South and we have a big mentality of it's just me and Jesus and um, that's enough. But really as a church, it's, it's the body of Christ. You know, Christ has elected his disciples and he built a community around him. The Old Testament is filled with God and his people. Um, so it's a, it's a communal it's a communal faith that we live. So if you don't have any friends at the church, um, if you're watching this podcast and you don't really know many people at the church at all, I would really encourage you to step out and introduce yourself after Mass. Um, we're going to try to find ways 
um, to community build in the upcoming future with our gym and after mass activities. So I'd really encourage you to, um, to take that next step and to really try to get to know the people around you. They need that um, just as much as you do. So it's just something that I know I've been thinking about and, and also you know praying. And I just ask that the Lord would uh, give us those opportunities and really encourage you um, to, you know, as we make the effort on, a, on, on the parish side to really kind of, you know, respond and come to the breakfasts, come to these little things um, so that you can feel those connections, but also that you can make those connections for others and that they could, you know, get closer to God through that. Yeah. And me and Father Luke need more friends, you know. We just we need them. We do. But, you know, what's important about our theology behind that, you know, the Lord, as Father Luke is describing, you know, he... D desires because that's the way he created that's how the way he that's his being is unity it's the father son and holy spirit and so that naturally you know that's how he created us to to need and to really um become who we're called to be in a sense of community so um we we need it we desire it we want it but the devil you know he wants to divide you know he exists in his um you know, breaking away from God's plan for creation, you know, he isolates. So when you think about your own struggle with sin or uh, maybe you get hurt by a group of people, like what, what do we tend to do in our, our weakness and our, we, we isolate ourselves or we, you know, we, we, the devil wants us to be alone and feel alone and not have community around us. And, you know, that's a lie. That's a trick of the enemy that, to pull you from what you need to heal is, is what communities can really provide, you know. Um, so, just to think about it, you know, don't you fight that temptation, you know, to isolate or to turn from people who want to love you or love you better, or maybe they need your forgiveness because they've hurt you. Um, that's what God wants because He He des you know, designed us to be made for for each other, which to, to reflect Him. Which reminds me, I mean, that's the big temptation. You know, I'm going to go to a, a church event or whatever it might be, and the temptation is not to go. It's because mm -hmm. the last thing the devil wants is for you to feel the love of God through the community. Like that's something, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of great classic songs in that. What are, I can't think of any right now. I wish I did. This is all just spur of the moment. What is a good song? What's the Matt Marr song? Oh, the, um, Love Will love Hold Us Together. Will. Yeah, check out Matt Marr, Love Will Hold Us Together. It's great. You'll just, you'll want to jump right into church groups and make best friends with everybody. <laughs> but, um, very good. Well, that's about all we have for uh, anything with this episode. We just have some reminders of special events coming up. So I talked about it last week. St. Paul, Father Luke is going to be kind of the spiritual advisor of this little ministry. I'm going to be actually like on the team with people. So um, I'm very excited. We have a small group. So if you're interested, St. Paul Street Evangelization, um, please contact us. We had a few people contact us after I announced it last week, but we have a training for it um, September 4th. So this next Saturday, September 4th, we're going to do kind of a morning training workshop to get ready for when we go out and actually do uh, what this ministry calls us to do, which is just to talk about the Lord, talk about Jesus um, with people on the on 30A, wherever, wherever we go, um, and to provide, you know, you know, literature or just answer their questions that we might already know the answers to, things, things like that. Um, so please just come. If, if you don't reach out to us before September, you know, just come to St. Rita's. You'll find us. September 4th um, after Mass, or and then I'll be in Confessions, but then after Confessions, we have this training. So just come if you're interested, or just to check it out to see a little bit more deeper what it's going to be about. Um, all right, and then something else that I'm very excited about, because this was um, part of a big part of my life a lot more in the past, and I'm trying to get it back more and more. I'm, I'm fighting for it, but 
Um, we have our fall praise and worship series coming up. So you know, in, in, in the past, we had different events and concert series nights, and um, then COVID came, and we haven't done it in a while. But we have some exciting ones coming up sept- in September 17th is Sarah Kroger. So she's been here before. Um, the weekend that she came to do the diocesan uh, marriage retreat, she also stopped by early to, to do a little prayer and praise for St. Rita's. So yes. if you missed it, I mean, she, anybody that came, they'll tell you it was so awesome, so beautiful, such a great time to pray with her and her to lead us in prayer. So don't miss it. September 17th on a Friday. Have you seen Sarah Kroger before? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's her, she was one when we were in seminary. This is, I think I mentioned this when she came. And she probably never knew this because she lived in like Melbourne or something. But when we, when the seminarians, you know, heard her and her ministry and getting on, getting going with the music stuff, you know, she was very, um, we all wanted to leave seminary to, to date her. Now, but you know, Sarah, now, you know, this is online. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't watch us though, but, um, she's awesome and beautiful and a wonderful woman of God. So, and then October, if you want to make a note, save the date, October 1st is another Friday, um, we have a young singer-songwriter, Sarah Hart, coming. Sarah Hart. So if y'all want to do a little Googling, seeing, see who they are, go on YouTube. Um, they're awesome. And then we have one more thing. Yes, yeah, so we uh, also one other announcement. Actually, two. One's a secret announcement. The other's public. Public is Women's Retreat. That's coming up December 10th and 11th. Um, we'll give you more information in another episode. And the secret announcement today, drum roll, please. Today is Father Michael's birthday. Oh. So... It's Wednesday. We're filming right now, and Father Michael is 33 years old, 33 years young, um, which is, you know, the, the year that Jesus died. He was 33 when he died, so, so this my, is your Jesus year. So my Augustan year has concluded, and I've begun my, my Jesus year. So, so keep a, say, say a special prayer as we end this podcast. Just say a, a special prayer for Father Michael um, that he could just receive those birthday graces. I, is that a thing? Birthday grace? I guess. Told me, well, October 19th, that's when I got baptized. Let's celebrate then. That's what I keep telling oh, our dude, staff. You keep on getting celebrations. All, but, right. Um, All right, that sounds Very good. good. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for being with us. Um, hopefully, we had some good stuff for you to, to, to think about until we see you on Sunday. But again, please share our podcast with people you might think would like it, especially in the local area. Um, that's who we're really targeting to, to you know get them to know who St. Rita's is, who their priests are. But again, hit the like button. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook, St. Rita, Panhandle Padres, St. Rita Media. You'll find it. So, again, as always, we hope and pray that the Lord blesses you and your families abundantly. And uh, until we see you again, may his blessing be upon you now and always, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Happy birthday to you.